Welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and today I have the honor of introducing you to Jonathan Bistrowski. Jonathan is originally from Connecticut, but currently living in Mankato, Minnesota for the summer, working as a community garden manager for a fellow alumna at Living Earth Center. Jonathan plans to graduate in May 2022 with a major in social justice and sustainability, with a minor in both business management and cultural studies. Throughout his time at Franklin, he has been super involved in campus life, and this year he is actually SGA president. I am super excited to welcome to the podcast. Officially welcome, Jonathan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I think this is a really cool thing, and I'm lucky to be on it. There's a bunch of awesome, cool alumni, distinguished professors, entrepreneurs who have been on here, so I'm happy to be in their presence. Aw, yay, I'm glad. Well, Firstly, I want to congratulate you. I, like I mentioned, your SG president. That was is very exciting. Um, I was curious. Can you tell us more about the campaign process and why you ran for SGA president? Yeah, sure. So basically, this was a really strange year due to COVID, and so only members of the executive board were allowed to run for the presidency. The other positions were open up to anyone, but since it was like the students, some students didn't really have get a great idea of what Franklin was because of the circumstances. There were only really three options because two other people were graduating. And so I thought that was a really good opportunity for me to try to take. And it was just a, the way that I ran was that it was actually a lot of fun. I like did a lot of brainstorming with my friends and we came up with like a bunch of like stupid fun social media stuff and so that was great and then the reason that I really wanted to run and the reason that I ultimately decided to run was because I had an interesting perspective when it comes to Franklin because I actually left the institution for a year and went and studied in the U.S. so I got to see kind of an outside perspective of Franklin and at the same time see other universities and how they do it. And so based on like how involved I've been since I came back, you can see that I really like Franklin and what it has to offer, whether it's the professors, the like community around you, um, just like the opportunities that you have. And honestly, like the ability that you have to have a voice in the university, all of these things were super important to me. And I felt like Franklin did them really well. And so I got to kind of see that perspective from the outside. And so that's why I thought it would be interesting for me to run for president because then I'm able to kind of share all of these positive things that I see about the university to the other students and to help students kind of make the most of their opportunities. They're kind of the opportunities that I feel I'm made like pretty good things out of. Yeah. And in terms of kind of looking towards the year of you being SGA president, what kind of things are you hoping to implement and hoping to build for the student body at large? So this, there are so many things that we're going to try to build towards and it's going to be a really exciting year. Um, I'm kind of calling it, terming it, the coining the term, the year of recovery because of the fact of COVID and just kind of how hard that was for people to go through. And so we kind of get to return to normal and kind of return to the way that we all remember Franklin. And so some of the things that I'm focused on the most are events and big events because 
we didn't really get to do that in the past year. And so I'm super excited about the events that we're going to have. Like we're going to have the out party. We're going to do Holy, which I'm sure a bunch of alumni remember all of these and some of them might be new. But so I'm super excited about the events and I'm sure students can get excited about them because they're just going to be a blast. And then when it comes to other things besides the events, we're going to try to focus on some speakers to have come. Um, that's like kind of the academic side that we're working on, how to give students academic resources and at the same time kind of like promote them to understand the juxtaposition that they have at Franklin and how they can really have an impact on the world. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's a really cool place to position yourself and what you can do with your experiences at Franklin. And besides that, another thing that I'm focusing on is kind of hearing more from the students. So understanding really not just what I think the school should be, but understanding what the students think the school should be and how they want the student, the school to kind of evolve and progress. And so a big part of that is like building pathways. So that's not just hearing students like say stuff about what they want, which is super important, but also acting on those. So then like building pathways for them to continue to talk, but also so that they can see what, what the results of their feedback is. That's something super important. And then, yeah, another thing that I'm honestly really focused on is alumni relations. And so that's kind of a one reason I really wanted to do this podcast was because I'm pretty sure some alumni are going to hear this. And I think that like my internship is with a Franklin alumni. And so I was able to see, I think we can talk about this later maybe, but like I was able to see my experiences and at Franklin and how they like live out in the, like how they translate to someone's career. And so I really want to get the alumni involved this year, not only because I think that there can be a really beneficial relationship developed between the students and the alumni, like sharing student experiences and getting alumni excited about Franklin again, but also just, we also have the alumni reunion, which is going to happen at the end of the year. So we have new C, a whole new building being built. And then at the end of the year, we're going to have an alumni reunion with my graduation and like kind of the graduations of your class and maybe the class before that who got kind of messed up because of COVID. So the end of the year is going to be a crazy fun <laughs> party in my opinion, or, or just a good get together where Franklin people can kind of reflect on their time and share their experiences and why we like it so much. So we're kind of building towards that. We're, we're finding our de- identity for that. That's super exciting. And for anyone listening that's interested in being a part of this kind of vision that you have, how would you recommend them to get involved? So when it comes to the student side, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this or if this is just for alumni, but I found on the Franklin website that there is this thing called the alumni directory. And so for students, there's this thing called the alumni directory. And I'm unsure if it's just for alumni or whether it's for students, but it's kind of this directory where you can look up like alumni and who they are, what they did and where they are. And so that's a way where you can find alumni near where you live, kind of reach out to them and connect to them. And then when it comes to on the alumni side, I mean, for one thing, we're just going to try to get you guys involved as much as possible. So if we're having certain events, maybe, you know, inviting you to those events, if you're able to come, if there are any interesting alumni speakers that like speaking, we're also looking for speakers. 
Um, and then just like another thing is we have the basketball team going on. And so we're going to try to live stream the games so that maybe alumni can watch and kind of just any way that we can, we're kind of trying to build that, that relationship. So also if alumni have ideas of how they would want to connect or anything, you can reach out to me, Margaret, whoever to kind of facilitate that growth of that relationship. Yeah, definitely. And that actually leads me to my next point of interest. Actually, the basketball team in general, you are super involved in that as the co-founder. And I was kind of, we Seb partially spoke about this on a previous podcast, but I was kind of hoping that you could elaborate on what the process was of creating it, but also kind of what the future holds now that there's less restrictions about playing and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. So first thing is one of the reasons that I think that Franklin is so great, like I said, kind of in the beginning is because you're really able to create things, one that you wouldn't be able to create at other like universities, but you're able to like have a voice and start projects and stuff that one will give you great experiences for the rest of your life that you can use to like kind of show what you've done. But at the same time, they they allow you to like have a lot of fun at Franklin and make it what you want it to be. And so <clears throat> my freshman year, or I, I played a lot of basketball in high school. And so one of my best friends, we always grew up playing basketball and it was like a big part of my life and my identity. And so my freshman year, it was kind of a bummer because we didn't really have any sports teams at that point. And so I was kind of just in the gym a lot, just working on my game by myself, but didn't really have anyone to play with. But then after I left the school and came back, uh, Faisal Dika and also his brother came to the university and Faisal actually played for the Jordanian national basketball team. And so he, he's a really good player. And so we were able to talk while I was gone and kind of facilitate, he was able to facilitate starting a team while I was gone. And then when I got back, we really Put the t- made the team official. So we kind of registered it with the school, got some funding from the school, and we kind of just kept expanding and expanding on top of that. And um, the person I'm doing my internship with, she also had a basketball team at Franklin, but I hear that they weren't as uh, successful. So not to like rub anyone's face in, but we, we've been a pretty successful team. We're, we're technically undefeated right now. And so we're trying to build off that and keep that going. And so we're just excited. We we get to finally, we have the option to potentially play in a real Swiss league in the second division, but that might not happen. We'll see what happens, but we're going to definitely do some tournaments and we'll keep everyone who's interested updated on our, our progress, how we're doing, what our record's looking like, and who some of the good players are. Maybe we can even live stream some games. Yeah, that'll be super exciting. I think it'll be really cool to kind of see that community develop even more. Because I feel like it kind of got put on pause, but it's going to be really, really fun. I think I'm excited. It's kind of like something that the community can like, you know, that that's like the main point of it. It's good for like, you know, people to play basketball and this, that and the other thing. But the main aspect of it is something for kind of like Franklin people to rally around, like something to give them like a sense of like school spirit. That's kind of the, the end goal of that project. Yeah, definitely. And so you mentioned that your boss also had hosted a basketball team at Franklin. So kind of touching more into what you're doing now with a fellow alumna, Laura Peterson. Um, you're working in Minnesota, um, like I mentioned, for Living Earth Center, uh, managing a community garden. And I was wondering, 
if you could give us some insight on how you got involved with that, but also what is it like and kind of what does your day-to-day look like? Yeah. So first off, I got to give props to the, you know, the career development at Franklin because I actually met Laura through a career development event with Franklin. And so what happened was we were just on a Zoom call and we started talking. She was talking about how she played basketball in Lugano professionally, which I also did too. So, you know, we like had a, and she like, she does all this farm stuff. I'm a sustainability and social justice major. So we had all of these things in common and we just kept talking. And I asked her if we could have a separate meeting after to just talk about my career and see like what I can do with that, like where I should go, what with what her career was like and how that kind of like played out. And that was like a great, that's a great question to ask for current students. If you want to talk to alumni, just ask them about their career and how it played out and how yours can kind of connect to that or how they see the industry that you want to get into, how, what it looks like and that kind of stuff. But so I did that with Laura and she told me about this opportunity for the summer. And I applied and I was and I was able to get the position, which was awesome. And so then after right after school, I drove from Connecticut to Minnesota and I'm currently working at the community garden. Essentially what we do, what the Living Earth Center does. And also I just want to say that Laura is an amazing person. Like she she does a lot of really cool stuff. She has really good ideas. She she's really helped me not only with this position, but also with plans for being president and stuff. She's, she's a really good resource to have, and I'm super lucky to be able to work with her. But so what we essentially do under the Living Earth Center, where she's the executive director, is one of the things is we have a garden. And so the garden supports 130 to 150 families of all kinds of different backgrounds and incomes. And I am the garden manager. And so People have like a, all these people have a 10 by 10 plot where they can grow whatever they want. And then I'm kind of the guy just maintaining the common spaces, doing some social media, uh, making sure that everyone's basically happy at the garden and that they have all the resources that they need. And so that gives me a lot of good, th- got of good skills in terms of like management and dealing with all kinds of different people. But it's it's honestly very similar to Franklin. Like that's a skill that I definitely learned at Franklin, just dealing with all of these different backgrounds. And I feel like a skill that's going to be very useful in the future of this like globalizing world. But so that's something that I learned doing that. And then another thing that we do at the Living There Center is we just adopted a two acre farm plot where we're essentially building a farm from scratch. And so I'm learning a lot about gardening. I'm learning a lot about farming and just kind of the ways that a nonprofit works. And so it's a very interesting experience and I'm, it's super, I'm super grateful to be able to do this because I get to be outside in a beautiful setting all day. And I don't know, they're, they're doing a lot of cool things at the living earth center. Not only that, but they also put on events where called the common grounds events and they take two different groups and kind of try to find the connecting points between those two groups and so alumni if you want to reach out to laura talk about the living earth center they have a website and everything it's they're doing some pretty cool stuff sustainability wise and i think that it's stuff that's very important for the future of our world yeah i'll definitely link the website in the podcast description And I was kind of curious how maybe this is helping you figure out where you want to go professionally, but also like, does this help you kind of solidify that you've made the right choice in your SGS degree? So 
I think that the best thing, honestly, about this internship is working with a Franklin alumni, because by working with a Franklin alumni, I'm able to see how to leverage the skills and experiences that I have at Franklin and how those skills and experiences kind of play out in the real world and the kind of advantages that you have compared to other students or other people around the world. And so that that's one of that's one of the like best things I would say about this internship is that I'm able to see another Franklin graduate and see kind of how they're doing it and how they're making it work in the world. And then when it actually comes to my career development, it's definitely useful because for example, my, my like in my family, my mom, she and my whole family, they're like a big proponent of like, you don't really need to know what you're going to do. That's kind of like also explains the liberal arts background, but because she was actually an English major and then she went into banking for 10 to 15 years and it was, was extremely successful in that. And so what she's taught me and what I've learned is that you, you never really know where you're going to go or where your path is going to lead. And like accepting that and kind of just going with not the flow, but like you going with your identity and what you think makes sense the most to you is kind of a very good lesson to learn because you never really know where life is going to take you. And there are a lot of like pretty amazing surprises along the way. And so I don't know if I truly want to not don't tell lower this, but I don't know if I truly want to go into the nonprofit. It's, it's pretty, there's a lot, it's a, a lot of hard work. You put in a lot of effort, but by doing this experience, I've learned that. And, you know, so every experience that you have will help build towards who you're eventually going to become. And so that's, that's why I'd say it's pretty valuable. So I don't know. It, it's definitely been a great experience. Yeah. It's been super fun. And I was kind of hoping that you could touch a little bit more on what your degree means to you and why you chose an SJS degree. But also I know that there's a lot of like personal engagement in building your degree as an SJS major. And I was kind of wondering if you could also explain that. I know it's a lot of questions at once, but general theme SGS degree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so essentially the reason that I chose SJS is that kind of a funny story. I was like, it was either the end of my freshman year or the beginning of my sophomore year or something like that, or maybe when I was coming back to Franklin. And I realized that because of what my mom had told me that advice about just do whatever you want, I just took a bunch of random classes my first year. And so I really did not know what my classes like could fit into major-wise. So I was looking through the academic catalog and I was like, hmm, SGS major. Like you basically get to like create it any way that you want to create it. And so I actually didn't like start off like, oh, I want to do SGS and then like worked from there. I did a bunch of random stuff and then connected it through SJS, which is social justice sustainability. But so that's kind of how I picked my major. It kind of like fell upon me. I didn't really plan it out, but I'm so like lucky and grateful that I got to do this major because really what it is, is like, to me, sustainability is just defined as keeping what we have now for future generations. And so that doesn't, like a lot of people think of environment when it comes to sustainability, but it really is like very multifaceted. It doesn't just have to mean about the environment, even though that's an extremely important piece of it. It can mean about, you know, business or health, pandemic health, you know, there's so many different aspects that you can like apply social, like sustainability to. And so I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just very, I feel very lucky to have like fallen upon it because 
I, as you can see, I'm a business management minor. So I'm not really looking towards the environment as long as, well, that's going to be a piece of it, but I'm looking more towards the business aspect of sustainability. And that's become like a huge trend in the past couple of years. And so I don't know. I just, I, I think that there's a lot to be done in that, in the industry of sustainability because you can basically apply it to anything. And then, so when it comes to building it yourself and how you actually do the SJS major at Franklin is that what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to do a major planner. And I think that's due at the beginning or end of junior year. And so what the major planner is, is this has nothing to do with your thesis or your internship or anything like that. It is basically you write out like a five to 10 page paper about all of the classes that you're taking and kind of how they connect to one another. And so that's another good aspect of this major is that you take a bunch of different classes and if you're in like a if you're in a certain major then you take these classes but it's kind of like set up for you. Like you're not really put out you don't really have to figure out how they connect. You just kind of apply them versus the good thing about the sustainability major that I that was work but I figured it will like suit me better in the long term is that I had to determine how these classes connect and why they connect to one another. So it took a lot of critical thinking to see, okay, how does science fiction and technophilia and technophobia connect to the health of the environment? And so, but now that I have that like thought process, I can connect those things in the real world. Like, okay, why does Tesla work? Because of this, that, and the other thing. And so that major planner, although is a decent amount of work, it's really, it's work for that you're doing for your future. You know, it's not just busy work. And so essentially you have to do that major planner and that's a pretty good amount of work. But once you get it done, it's done. And then after that, you have to do an internship, which with Laura, I'm currently doing. And then there's a thesis and the thesis I am not excited to write, but I'm going to get through it just like all the other seniors. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you have any ideas or are you kind of still figuring out the kinks of it all? So I do have some ideas. I'm thinking about writing it about my experiences here at the Living Earth Center and kind of what I'm doing there when it comes to like food equity and that kind of stuff. My dad, this wasn't his occupation, but he also was the president of the CSA, which is a community supported agriculture back home. And I actually like grew up on a little farm kind of like a hobby farm. But so I'm kind of trying to connect my past when it comes to agriculture and that kind of stuff with, I had a lot of experiences with basketball and going to the inner city of Hartford and kind of like talking about agriculture, food systems and equity. And I don't really know where I'm going to go with that or where it's going to lead, but something, something along those lines. One of the great things is Laura actually, as part of my internship, she like supports me and asked me to kind of work on my thesis as I'm going. So I'm really grateful to, you know, have that opportunity and I just need to put more thought into it, but it's going to be something along those lines. We'll see where it lies though. Yeah, no, I mean, it's nice to have an, at least a semblance of an idea because it it kind of makes you feel a little more sane. Um, But going into your senior year, you have a lot of exciting things to look forward to. But I was kind of wondering what advice do you have for people to kind of get excited? Or maybe not advice, but what would you say to people listening that are just starting their their semester? And how would you say for them to like get ready to face the year? Hmm. I would say that my piece of advice for like new and incoming students would be that 
Like Franklin, I think this has kind of already been said on one of the previous podcasts, but Franklin really is like what you make of it. And I'm sorry I'm stealing someone's idea, but that that is just so true. You really can do so many things with your Franklin experience and like the time that you have at Franklin. So relish the time that you have there because although it might be scary to like make the transition of coming to Franklin and you might have second thoughts just like I did. That's why I transferred back to the US. But it's really a special place to be. There's a lot of extremely special people to be around. And like everyone really is like a Franklin family in a way. They're they're really there to support you and they're there to help you. So I would just say that try to relish your time there and just know that it's like a special time in your life. And I'm not saying that because my people always said to me, oh, college is the best time of your life. And like that puts a lot of pressure on college to be the best time of your life. So I don't don't think of it like, oh, this has to be the best time of my life. But just know that they, at Franklin, the experiences will come, whether it's academic travel or whatever you want to do with it, you're going to have great experiences. And so don't be so caught up in, oh, this needs to be the best, or this has to be like my friend's experiences. It's going to be different, but it's really up to you to find that like beauty in that experience. And so just come in with an open mind, try to meet as many people as possible because there's really great, amazing people from all over the world. So just try to meet as many people as possible and get involved because really at Franklin, it's one of the only colleges and institutions where you can do what you want to do with it. You do have a lot of input. So be involved, you know, be a change for the world because you really have the opportunity to do that at Franklin, I believe. Yeah, no, I completely agree with your sentiment. And I wish you the best of luck in your senior year and all of your endeavors. And just so people know listening, where can they find SGA if they want to get involved, like day one, you know, how do how does that work? Okay, so essentially what we're going to have is in the first week, we're not orientation. Orientation, we're going to do some presentations. So at one of the events will be there presenting. So you'll be able to hear from an SGA member and you'll be able to kind of get to know us on a personal level. But then after that, we're going to have the involvement fair. So that's not just getting involved with SGA, but also just getting involved with Frank at Franklin in general. And that's going to be during the first week of classes. I'm pretty sure. So definitely go to the involvement fair. You can reach out to us personally. We're probably going to, we have a, an email that you can reach us at, which I'll send that to Margaret. And then also we might on our Moodle site, if Franklin people know what that is, only Franklin people know what that is, we'll have a place on our Moodle site where you can reach us and give us suggestions, talk to us. But really, we're, I'm going to be there the first week of classes. So we're really personal. Franklin's a really personal place. So don't be afraid to come up to us, to ask us questions, to do anything, because we'll, we'll make the time for you. So that's what I got to say to that. Hey, well, that's super exciting. Like I said, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. It has been super eye-opening and really definitely got me hyped in the Franklin spirit. So thanks again um, for joining me. Thank you, Margaret. It's been a blast. (laughs) 